This is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah with the Psychic Medium School, and I just wanted to go over with you guys today the difference between clairsentience, clear psychic physical feeling, and clear empathy. That's clear psychic emotional feeling. I think a lot of people get these mixed up, which is completely understandable, especially if you're just learning about the different types of uh, clairsenses. What I want to go over is how you feel the difference, right? So... I can only share with you guys my experiences and how I've experienced those two clairs differently. There's eight clair senses, right? And these are two of them. And you've heard people talk about being empathic or uh, having empathy. Um, that's a an emotional feeling. And so an example of clair empathy would be taking on someone else's emotions. So when I'm doing readings, I I do readings on Etsy, and I've been a psychic reader for uh, quite a while now. And basically, what this emotion is, is when you feel this, uh, you're literally taking on someone else's emotions. This could be a spirit. This could be a uh, living person. um, But you're taking on their emotions. So for instance, when I do a reading... Sometimes with a mediumship reading, what I'll have happen is if somebody was really sad when they passed away or they have something that's really sad about their life that they're, you know, focusing on, that they're kind of sharing with me through their mediumship reading, I actually have had those emotions that they're having just projected onto me, right? And so one... uh One extreme example that I've had happen is when I was doing a past life reading, I actually had a client that had, she had been a young boy in, uh, in the war. She was actually a young Jewish boy and uh, he, her life as him, he was sharing his, you know, bits and pieces about what had happened to him. And all of a sudden, I just got extremely sad and started crying. And what he was sharing was that he was separated from his family. Um, They didn't know what was going on. No one knew what was going on. And he just, he went through the whole story of how it happened. And it was an extremely emotional reading for me because he was projecting his feelings uh, through through clear empathy onto me, right? So that's that's what clear empathy is. You're you're really what you're channeling is actually a, a, an emotional feeling, right? So kind of moving on to clear sentience, so that you guys kind of get a handle on the difference. Uh, clear sentience is actually a clear physical feeling. So, I mean, have you ever got a gut ache when you knew something was wrong, like a physical gut ache, um, or even Maybe some people, and I guess I've heard of this, I've never actually had it happen to me, but some people when they're doing readings, if it's mediumship reading and somebody had passed away, sometimes they'll get a pain in the area that the person um, was injured. Like sometimes I've seen uh, mediums do readings where it's someone that was hung and they'll all of a sudden get a pain around their neck or burning around their neck. Or maybe they feel the top of their head hurt and somebody had got hit, you know, with something or shot or 
whatever it may be, it's actually a clear physical feeling. So whatever that physical feeling is, it's actually make, causing you this, this clear um, sentience experience will cause you to physically feel pain or burning or sensation of some sort. Um, that's clairsentience. And I'm always interested in, um, cause I get a lot of, a lot of different questions, you know, um, about what intuition is, what, what's the difference between a psychic and a medium? What's the difference between, you know, how do you determine what you are? So first of all, if you're experiencing any of the clairs, you know, clair, um, the most common ones are clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairempathy. And there's a, there's three more, clairtangency, um, clairgustance, and clairsalience. So if you're experiencing any one of those clairs, you have some sort of psychic ability. And I truly believe that everyone has a psychic ability. It's whether or not they accept that psychic ability and... Um, you know, dive into learning how to control it and enhance it and use it to um, the best of their ability. I, at one point in time, didn't think this was a gift because I experienced sensory overload. I've shared that with you guys before. Um, And then now I've actually, not only have I expanded and recognized the different clairs that I actually have and have the ability to enhance and control, I actually have been using these in my readings. So, Originally, I didn't think, I mean, when I first started this journey, I didn't think I was uh, clairsentient, right? And the more I go through these readings, the more I'm finding that there's little things that I'm experiencing that are, you know, that, um, but not to the extreme that I've seen other psychics um, experience this. Um, Clear empathy, I think, when you hear somebody say they're empathic, it's exactly the same thing. I think a lot of people... Um, don't make that connection. But I think when it comes to a clear psychic emotional feeling, there's a many people who have that experience. I think that's probably, if you asked me my personal opinion, clear empathy um, or being clear empathic is one of the most common clear senses that a a psychic could have or a person could have. Um, Because we seem to, as people, uh, really are emotional beings and sometimes have you ever been in a like a bad mood and it just radiates on people like that is clear empathy at its best or have you ever had them be in a bad mood and it just radiates on to you or have you been in a happy mood and you radiate that happiness onto other people or, or they um they radiate their happiness onto you Claire clear empathy I think is probably one of the most common clairs that there is, um, and people don't really recognize it as a psychic ability, but it is. It is. It's really a psychic ability, and a way that you can hone in on that is to really focus on what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, how you're feeling it. Um, I've had questions from people that are like, uh, somebody had asked, well, how do I know what clair I'm experiencing when I'm doing a reading? Quite frankly, when I'm doing a reading, I can experience several different clairs at once. Most commonly, I would say that I experience clairaudience, which means clear psychic hearing. 
I experience clairvoyance, which is clear psychic seeing. That's not necessarily a physical being or a spirit that I'm actually seeing outside of myself. A lot of the time it's in within my third eye, right? So I'll see the being and I can describe them or the spirit. I can describe them to their loved ones in with great detail, right? But I don't necessarily... Um, Sometimes spirit, it's kind of a funny thing. I should share that with you guys. Sometimes spirits take on different, um, different features after they've passed away. Meaning like, I don't know, my mother, uh, there was a picture that she just loved of when she was 16 and she was in the hospital, but she, um, had gotten like her tonsils removed or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but... It was a picture that I knew that she loved, and that's a picture that um, she had talked about several times. So when people pass away, they take the form that they want to take throughout their lifetime. And so, and this is my belief, I'm sure there's other people who believe this as well, but as I'm doing readings, I experience this more and more, um, where I'm maybe seeing a 40-some-year-old strapping young man or, you know, uh, even younger than that sometimes. And then this person was actually in their 80s when they passed away. But the mannerisms, the um, what they're saying is all accurate, but they're actually, their appearance is as they were, you know, in their younger years. And so that's something I want to talk about because with all the clairs um, and experiencing new ways of connecting I think that that's an important thing to know is um, sometimes they'll take on different forms. And a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people, and I experienced this myself as well, ask me, you know, I'm a medium, but how do I, um, how do I connect with my own family members and friends that have passed away? Because I personally had a very difficult time doing that as well, and I've had other people tell me, you know, maybe it's because you weren't ready to get the information from them or to receive the messages that they were wanting to send you. And I believe that's true. I really do. Um, you know, I was actually doing a mediumship reading when my, and I had went outside and I was sitting in my lawn chair and my mother came through after I was doing a mediumship reading and she was talking and like through clear audience, um, or through my clear audience ability. And, um, that was how she connected and it was kind of unexpected, but I had opened that door for, um, you know, spirits to connect at that, you know, during that period of time. And she just kind of randomly came through. It wasn't my intention, but it's kind of how it happens. I think when you're ready, they actually will start to come through and you can meditate and set your intention to be able to speed that process up if you want. Um, but a lot of the time they're not doing, they're not sharing information with you because they're not ready. And sometimes you can also ask trade, you know, trade readings with another psychic and see if there's something that they can get that you're not getting. That's always a nice experience because um, I truly don't believe that other psychics are at all my competition per se. Like we all have our own special abilities and our own special techniques and skills and I believe that getting uh, getting readings from other psychics helps us learn more about ourselves, and it also helps us advance and, um, you know, get out of our own personal ego and kind of leave that all behind us. 
because obviously everybody has the same, well, I'd hope everybody has the same common goal, right? So when you're learning about uh, the different clairs that you have, when you're like a baby, I guess I've heard somebody say a baby clair, when you're just learning, you um, may experience a lot of different things. And I've heard people say, they hear music. I've heard music too. I've heard music for a really long time, didn't know what it was. Um, especially when like my fan is on, I'll hear music, um, both internally and externally, if that makes sense. So clairaudience is both. I mean, it can be internal, or external. That goes along with a lot of these clairs, like clairvoyance can be internal or external. Um, you could see, a, you know, what appears to be like a physical being outside of yourself and that's still clairvoyance. Um, if you see it internally, it's just an internal clairvoyance. So a lot of these clairs have an internal and external, at least the primary ones do. Um, so just kind of, I guess I just wanted to kind of touch base with that and tell you guys about it. And I wanted to tell you guys the difference between clairsentience and clair empathy because I think a lot of people get that confused and that's just my take on it. And from the research that I've done, that's um, how it's described and I really think that that's, uh, I mean, it brings clarity to the two different clairs and it really makes it make sense. So you could, you could have both of these, honestly, if you're physically feeling, um, you know, your clair, if you're, if you're physically feeling or connecting, uh, through your psychic abilities, it's could be clairsentience, and if you're emotionally feeling as well, it could be both, right? So it's not one or the other. A lot of people, I mean, I would say the majority of people that have clairsenses have more than one. And so when I talk about it, I always talk about my primary clair, meaning the, the clairsense that I um, am working with more frequently, the one that came even more naturally than any other one, and that to me was clairaudience. And I know a lot of people have questions about that. And, it, you know, that is like hearing your name outside yourself when you're in the house by yourself. That is um, hearing music. That is hearing spirits. And it can be internal or external. So a lot of the time people, and I talked about this in uh, one of my first episodes, about how people can kind of confuse the two. So just be aware. Like, that's the best advice I could give you is be aware of how you're receiving information and because um, it's all psychic abilities, right? It's all it's all psychic abilities. How you're receiving the information, and when it comes to the difference between a psychic and a medium, you you're either a psychic or a psychic medium, right? And you can develop those skills. I truly believe that. But if you're a psychic, that means that you could be telling, or you could see the future, you could or feel or know, um, you could. Just know what a family member or friend or someone you, you run into, you just know about them, right? And uh, the difference between a psychic and a psychic medium is the psychic medium can actually connect with the spirit world um, and go even beyond that. And so there's a lot of people that are psychic mediums. It's just a matter of how you're, um, you know, meditating to connect, setting that intention and some people have that ability, and I, I do say that everybody has this natural ability of being psychic, but developing your psychic abilities will help you connect. And especially with me doing readings, I find that it's almost like, and I'm sure a lot of other psychics 
and psychic mediums would agree with this, it's almost like you have to recharge yourself every once in a while. That's why you'll see a lot of psychics, um, they have to take those, uh, you know, emotional healing breaks in between doing readings. They can't overdo it because it drains you. And so you almost have to recharge. The other part of recharging is sometimes you've been working so hard to help other people that things just start to flow together and sometimes it's hard to focus. And so being a psychic, be easy on yourself, you know, like don't be too hard on yourself if there's some information that you can't receive. Not everyone's 100% accurate all the time. And sometimes that's your spirit's uh, your spirit guides, your your spirit team just telling you you need to slow down and take some time to breathe and meditate and ground yourself again and find your focus again. I think that, that's all really important when you're doing this, especially when you're learning or if you're doing readings. No matter how long you've been doing this, you still have to take that time, that emotional break and recharge yourself because it'll help you move forward. And it'll help you gain perspective back again. And there's just so many things I could talk about when it comes to this topic. I love it. And when new people are learning about their abilities, I think it's important to know that no matter how long you've been doing this or learning about your own abilities, there's still so much more to learn. So much more to learn. We could talk about energies and auras and all those different topics. And I love all those topics. Astrology. Like, there's just... There's so many different aspects of this ability that, um, and so many different things that connect. I think a lot of people, especially during the uh, Halloween, this time period where the veil is the thinnest, right? The veil between the living and the dead, it, it becomes thin and people start to get emotional and they start to connect in different ways than they had before and they get almost like overwhelmed. And that's what happens when the veil starts thinning is your ability is almost enhanced because of it. And so that just ended, I want to say the 15th, I think it ends today actually, um, this thinning of the veil. It was either the 13th or the 15th um, of November. This thinning of the veil causes a lot of people um, to kind of take a step back and wonder if they should be trusting their instincts. And that's the only reason it's enhanced is because of that. I mean, obviously, if you're meditating or things like that, that could help you enhance your abilities as well. But it's important, like, when people talk about whether or not things could go bad, right? I've had people ask me that, like, because I've used a Ouija board and all different types of things, right? The only time that you really will have a problem with things going bad is if you yourself have bad intentions. And if that happens, you're going to get what you want right? You're going to bring in the bad intentions that you want and it, it will come back up to you and it will haunt you. And so don't, you know, just have good intentions with spirit and they'll have good intentions with you. And when it comes to opening yourself up to your abilities, I think trusting your intuition is very important um, because sometimes if we don't trust our intuition and listen to our spirit guides and our spirit team, our spirit, our angels and our spirit team, um, sometimes they'll nag at us, which I know sounds really funny, but, or spirits even, sometimes they'll nag at you and they'll just keep on trying to contact you. So if you hear like a buzzing or if you just feel like a unsettled for some reason, a lot of the time that's why you're feeling unsettled is because they're trying to connect with you and send you a message and you're having a hard time receiving it. 
So that being said, basically, uh, if you have good intentions, you're good. Um, meditating, and I'll kind of go over this again because I think it's really important. Just in short, meditating is when you are taking the time in silence or with um, some music that calms you, and you just set the intention that you're looking for. So if you want to meet your spirit guides or your spirit team, and you that's your intention, you're just sitting there meditating and taking the time to visualize and set the intention of meeting them, right? Or set the intention of um, enhancing your abilities. Grounding is important to do also because that's basically just being in the moment. You're just ex- just taking in everything around you, and you do it in a quiet space, inside or outside. Um, but it's definitely a it's a, it's an important thing to do on a regular basis. Even if you're just taking you know five ten minutes to do it, it's important to do. So that's kind of what I wanted to add about that. But kind of back to clear sentience and clear empathy. Um, clear sentience. I mean, I have a few friends that that's their primary clear sense, and I'm I think that is something that you probably need to ground yourself maybe more frequently, especially clear empathy as well, more frequently because it's kind of um, it's affecting you in a different way. It's affecting you physically and emotionally, and sometimes that can weigh on people um, if they're experiencing these psychic abilities. So grounding yourself when you have these clairs is really important because it's going to help you um, control that a little bit better because I could see how clairsentience could be a um, if you're feeling physically how spirit's feeling or another person's feeling, sometimes that could be um, bad. I've heard that I've heard that twins have that experience. You know, if one twin's hurt, they'll have uh, uh, sometimes they'll have a, like a physical feeling of pain. That would be clairsentience. And so, I fit, I thought that those were two good ones to talk about today because I think that. There's people that have it that don't even really recognize that that's what it is. So if you have friends that are clairempathic um, or clairsentient, I definitely recommend that they uh, take a look at the group Exploring Clairaudience on Facebook. It's an amazing group, and there's a lot of other people that have those same abilities. And they uh, everyone shares their stories and asks questions and you just get a chance to learn more and connect with like-minded people, which I think is important because um, in the world we live in today, it seems like everyone is uh, looks at these abilities like they're extremely rare or that they aren't really real things or, you know, they're fictitious or something like that. I wholeheartedly do not believe they're fictitious. I believe that everyone has some sort of psychic ability to some level even if it's a feeling, you know, with clear empathy or being clear empathic, people have that feeling of emotionally if something's wrong, you know, or clear cognizance as well. Clear cognizance, cognizance, excuse me, clear, clear knowing is something people have and they don't even recognize it as a psychic ability, but it is. It's a psychic ability. And so I wanted to go over that with you guys and just kind of talk about it because I think it's a topic that needed to be talked about. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there about what the differences are and about, um, you know, how to develop the ability, how to know if you have those type those things, or, you know, those clear senses. 
And if you're experiencing a physical pain when someone else is, that's clairsentience. If you're experiencing an emotion when someone else is, that's clairempathy or being clairempathic or empathic. Um, but empathy, clairempathy and being empathic, those are the same exact thing. Um, I think that commonly nowadays people don't look at it as a psychic ability, but it is. It's a psychic ability. So I think that helped answer a lot of different people's questions about how you know, what, how do we know what the difference is and how do you experience it? I definitely like to hear more from you guys. Definitely go in and join the group if you haven't already. If you have questions after you've heard, listened to the podcast, I want to hear your questions. I want to hear what everyone wants to learn about and how I can help you learn more about your psychic abilities and help you enhance your psychic abilities and help you um, control your psychic abilities because I think that's important. I think that there's there's not enough guidance out there for people who have these abilities, and I think it used to be so um, taboo that um, now there's a lot of people that are wanting to experience this, uh, you know, wanting to know what it is and wanting to be able to control it and not be overwhelmed by it or scared of it and being able to actually trust it and move forward. And I think that's huge because it helps you with your own self-confidence. It helps you understand the emotions that you're going through. And having like-minded people around has been, um, even for me, like for me, I enjoy being part of the group because I get to see other people asking questions and having experiences that I've had or maybe that I haven't had yet. And it's nice to be able to connect with them and share similar experiences and hear about their different experiences as well. And we basically are just on on this Facebook page helping each other grow and become better people and connect with the earth and energy in a different way. And it's a it's an amazing thing. And energy, just to kind of touch base on energy too, I'd, I'd like to do that. Um, energy... Uh, I I do a lot of readings, and one of the biggest things that comes up when I'm talking to spirit guides or communicating with spirit guides and angels is that we as people should be um, focusing on keeping ourselves interacting with high vibrational people, being in high vibrational places. What happens when we are in low energy or low vibrational places and with low energy low vibrational people is that it actually brings us to a lower lower level ourselves and you can feel that I'm sure if you're ever in a really low in uh, energy low vibrational environment it brings you down I mean if let's say you have go to work and people are complaining all the time I know that happens for some people it brings you down it brings your energy level and your vibration down And so it's important to, as much as you can, focus on being around people with high vibrational energy in places that have high vibrational energy, because that'll help raise your vibration. The reason you're raising your vibration and keeping it raised is so important is because that's how we communicate um, with our spirit guides and angels. Angels are actually, your angels and your spirit team are actually on a higher vibrational plane in a way. And so in order to connect with them, you have to keep yourself or, you know, become, be able to get into that, uh, close to the vibration that they're, um, that they're in. 
and that'll help you connect with them. And we do that through meditation, um, but keeping yourself up to that level is is good because obviously I don't have to tell you that being around negative people will make you negative. Being around positive people will keep you po- keep you more positive. It's just that it, that is um, it causes an energy shift when you're in a low vibration environment or talking to low vibration people. It's almost it's almost like um, stealing your energy when you're around people, places like that. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think that's really important. One of the things that you can do if you're feeling like you're, you know, haven't connected with people in in a way that you want to is one, join the group and talk to like-minded people. And two, um, just be around people who are accepting of you and who you don't feel like are taking your energy. Like you, you don't feel like they want more from you than they're giving, right? That's something that I feel like it's really important to do. And so I, I wanted to touch base on that because that's a, a lot of the readings that I do. That's what their people's spirits, guides, and angels are telling them is to keep themselves in higher vibrational places and with higher vibrational people. And that will help you connect with the world and the earth and everything around you, entities, objects around you that are um, at a higher vibration. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about that. I hope that helps you guys. I look forward to talking to you guys uh, on the next episode. And I'm going to cover claircognizance and clairvoyance. So I look forward to chatting with you guys. I hope you all have a great day.